0: Hello y'all, welcome to Dose of Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Tiara Latrice, and I thank you guys so much for joining me for this slightly impromptu episode that I'm doing today, but I felt like with everything that has happened over the course of this weekend and everything that I'm feeling today, I wanted to let you guys in to me a little bit. I'm gonna introduce y'all to somebody that is very close to me today. So you guys can know where I come from and how much family actually means to me, okay? Um, I first wanna give a shout out, okay? Because let me shout out everybody that's here watching this because I really appreciate appreciate y'all for coming through. Shout out to my girl, Julia's Denture Journey. Happy Mother's Day to you, girl. You're one of the best moms I know personally, and I want to give you your flowers, even if they're not in the physical sense. I want to give you your flowers because you are an exceptional mother, and I want people to know that about you. Rare and Iconic LLC, shout out to my official show sponsor. Thank you for all you've done and for everything you've helped me to do, and I appreciate you wholeheartedly. You and Leah are like my ace coons, in addition to others, Okay. More shout outs in order. Jimmy James, thank you so much for the Mother's Day wishes. I appreciate you. Hi, Kenyatta. How you doing, girl? I don't know if you're a mama, but if you are, happy Mother's Day, okay? Um, So let me tell y'all. Oh, hey, Adriana. Hi, baby. Hi. <laughs> it's good to see you. Um, Yes, girl, you know. Me, you know the vibes already. Now, I'm going to let y'all know. This is a day of transparency. So, we're going to be transparent about two things. One, yes, I am sipping on this Mother's Day. Okay. I got me a nice little margarita. Shout out to Captain Dan's Good Times Tavern here in Best Stop Brooklyn. Okay. They, I don't know who's bartending today, but y'all made this shit a little strong. Mm. Mm. And I got me some Sun Goddess in the kitchen. <laughs> so, as soon as I'm done <laughs> sipping that. <laughs> So the real shout outs now. I want to give a shout out to my family, okay? Cuz yesterday in a very rare, you know, occasion, um, I managed to be able to go out with my family yesterday. My cousin had a beautiful bar- backyard barbecue. So I want to g- I want to give a shout out to my uncle Mickey my cousin mahogany, my cousin Shanice, all the family that was present yesterday. Like y'all, y'all did an amazing job yesterday. Y'all gave me and my baby boy so much love. And seeing all that love is what inspired this episode today. So, I want to tell y'all something so um interesting that happened. So, before we went to the barbecue yesterday, I went back to my old neighborhood okay, in Queens. Shout out to um everybody that live in Palminock, okay? Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> it don't look like how I'm used to. They don't make some changes out there, but um, I'm going to tell y'all something that I, re- I usually would not put this publicly, but I want to share this with y'all because this, to me, gave me a sign. So, in order to get to my uncle's house... um. I had to walk past my old building and as many of you know, Mother's Day is hard for me because I lost my mother to suicide back in 2018. But here's what happened yesterday that inspired today. When I walked past my mom old building, literally where my mom's body ended up, unfortunately landing. in that space right now, there's a gate, an enclosure and there's also all the other grass in that area is low and trimmed. but in this one specific spot, there's a gate, an enclosure, and there's grass that is growing and it's so tall and it's so beautiful. And it's literally like a, a flower that's trying to grow. So when me and my son got off the bus and we came from the corner store, I saw that. And I already had an inkling that that was something that I was going to see. When I finally worked up the gall to go back to my old neighborhood cuz honestly I had not been to my old neighborhood in like 4 or 5 years cuz I didn't have the I didn't have the strength mentally to do it. I seriously wanted to avoid going to my 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 side of town. For that very reason, because of the pain that resonates from what happened on that day. But yesterday it was like, you know, you you know you're gonna have to go past your old building. And when I seen that that grass that was growing that specific spot and the gate was covering it, I was like, okay. I took that as a sign. Now that also led me further to say, I want to introduce you guys to my mother. In some way, shape or form, I really want y'all to know that if Mother's Day is hard for you, I share in that sentiment and I understand it because Mother's Day is very hard for me. But I want to share a part of me with y'all today and wherever this goes, however I feel, I'm just going to go with it. I want to be a facilitator of transparency, honesty and people acknowledging where they are in their healing journey. So I can't expect that to be facilitated if I don't myself live it. So without further ado, I wanna introduce y'all to my mom. So I prepared a little video, okay? Okay. So, this is my mother. This is my mommy. My mom's name was Rochelle Vannetto, okay? This is my mom fresh out of high school, okay? The irony that um, this picture represents for me is the fact that my mom's high school graduation was at Queens College. And we end up living across the street from Queens College when my parents got married. So my mom's graduation was there. And this is her fresh out, okay? This is her fresh out of high school, okay? Now, the one thing that uh, anyone that knows my mom has seen my mother, you know that her smile can light up a room. And this is before there was even a me, okay? This is before I was even a thought, okay? This is before my parents even got married. I'm not even sure if my parents met each other around this time. But this is my mommy, fresh out of high school, literally right across the street for where we would end up living when um, we moved from North Conduit to Palminar Projects, okay? So, and this, (laughs) this is my mom when she was pregnant with me. This is my mom when she was pregnant with me. This is at my grandma's house, I believe. The guy on the right is is um a very close family friend, and I was in her stomach. I wasn't even here yet. I was on my way here, but I wasn't here yet. But that's her when she was, I don't know how many months pregnant she was there, but she was definitely pregnant in that picture, and I was definitely in her womb growing. <laughs> But the one thing I can say about my mom is that one of the things, like, despite her imperfections or anything, the one thing I can say is that my mom took pride in being a mother. This is my mom at my brother's, I believe this is kindergarten graduation, okay? Now, as you can see, my mom has very ranging hairstyles, and my mom did her own hair. She didn't go to a beautician. She did her own hair, okay? Did her own hair. Okay, so any hairstyle you ever see my mom with any of these pictures, she did it. My mom did not go to beauticians. My mom was her own beautician, her own stylist, did her own makeup, everything like that. But um, this is one of my favorite pictures of her because she's smiling here. And my mom was one of those people that didn't like pictures. My mom actually despised pictures. This is my mommy when her and my dad got married. (laughs) And she looks so pretty here. This is her feeding my dad some cake <laughs> and um, yeah, now, around this time, you know, my dad had been um coming fresh off working off Wall Street, and my mom had went to um business school after graduating college but this is like the beginning point of their journey together. And I always liked the way my mom looked in her wedding dress. I always thought that she was so beautiful. I used to try on her wedding dress when I was a kid and she'd be like, you're gonna wear this someday. And, and how I run, I end up not wearing anybody's wedding dress, but <laughs> um, yeah, but she looked gorgeous here. This is me and my mom in my grandmother's house. Yeah, um, that's me when I was a baby. Yep, that's me sitting on my mama's lap. Um, yeah, in that hairstyle she did too. I truly was mommy's little girl. Like I know they always say, you know, you like daddy's little girl, but I really was mommy's little girl. Like me and my mother was really inseparable. We were always together. You seen her, you seen me. I was always around my mom. And like she just always had me on her hip and you know, took very good care of me. You know, she did the best job she could as a mother, and I will always appreciate her for that because she really held it down. Really and truly, um, this is okay. I got to zoom out a little bit now. This is my mom. Now peep this. This is my mom fresh after giving birth to my sibling. And she's taking my braids out. <laughs> she's taking my braids out. Cause I had my braids in at that time. I think got in for like two months. So finally, when, you know, after she gave birth, my brother, it was only like a few days old at this point and that's my mom you know taking out my hair and I remember my father tell my mother like you just had a baby you already gonna jump back right back into <laughs> motherly duties and she's like I gotta take care of my baby here. I can't just let her <laughs> I gotta do her hair and, and my mom you know did my hair too there was, there was no what beautician what beautician my mother was doing my hair and that's a picture of my mom from back in the day um this is way before um, I was even a thought but um, yeah, you can see, yeah. If y'all ever wanted to know, like, where I get, you know, some of my facial features from, it's from her. Like, I always say, like, I love looking at her because, you know, she to me, my mom was the most beautiful woman in the world. Yep, she was to me, my mom. Like, yeah, I know how some of y'all feel about your mom, but to me, my mother is the most beautiful person in the world, and I love her, even to this day. That's never gonna change for me. Let's see what picture come up next. And um, by the way, this, this is literally a live therapy session. So you y'all take this as you want. Um, this was for my fourth birthday. This now, this I remember. This was my fourth birthday. Okay. And you see my mama swoop. Okay. <laughs> Another miss Rowe hair exclusive okay but that was me on my fourth birthday hey money hide the court lifestyle yeah so that was me and my mom's man that was my fourth birthday my mom made the best birthday cake that year that shit was straight chocolate 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 my um my grandparents my father's parents they had got me they gave me a whole bunch of money and gifts and stuff my mom made a bomb ass cake her, her father and my grandfather came over that day my oh my aunt did too so yeah, that was me on my fourth fourth birthday. Um, this is um my mom. I'm trying to remember what holiday this was. I think I think this was Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. But that's me and my big head self right there. And I think no, no, I think that was somebody's birthday. This is this was had to be somebody's birthday. I don't know whose birthday it was, but um, I believe they were singing happy birthday, and I'm pretty sure that my father snapped that picture. I'm pretty sure my father snapped that picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And my mom had all kind of my mom hair links over the years. I tell you, like she she could maintain some hair. Okay, and let's be very clear: my mom took very good care of herself. She took very care, very good care of me. Let's see what pictures up next. <laughs> okay, I was born here. I definitely was born by this time. And I remember there was one time I had a hairstyle similar to this, like in the most recent years. But again, like this is one of my the dresses that I loved looking at on my mother, like it was a really nice Aztec print, light blue, baby pink. Like there was a lot of good, a lot of good colors here, but um, yeah. And that's at my grandparents' house. So that's actually the chair that my grandfather would love to sit in. Like if you seen his chair, he wouldn't really give it up to nobody, but he would give it up for my mom. In fact, if she wanted to sit down. So yeah, that was it. So that's at my grandparents' house but it's all it was always her smile for me um now this is where y'all gonna see i get some of my sarcastic looks from so if you ever see me do a certain facial expression yes that's me when i was a baby and you see that stay i don't know who my mama was looking at at this moment <laughs> i don't know who she was looking at but <laughs> somebody's had to have said sunset because i know anytime she get that stay i don't know if my dad said something or maybe my uncle said something but she just had that stay, Like, excuse me. Not why I got my baby in my head. <laughs> somebody said something to her. I don't know who, but somebody said something to my mother. In that <laughs> somebody. But that's where I be getting my facial expressions from. Okay. Now this is, okay, this was some event we went to in New Jersey. Um, but yes, my mom had on this really dope green and gold one piece number and had her hair styled down to the nines as per usual, as the usual. Okay. But, um, that was a, that was a family gathering. That was either a barbecue. We were just, um, hanging with my, um, my uncle in Jersey. I should have blurred out the other woman's face. I should have probably did that, but it's okay. I don't say her name. See, I ain't gonna know who it is anyway, but that was one of, um, Mm-mm. I'm gonna save that for another day telling that story child <laughs> but yes, this was a family gathering um this was also um graduation day for my mom. She had on this really pretty white dress number and she just seems so happy here. I I really love seeing my mom smile. I think that's one of the things that you know if you've seen her smile, your day was just brighten up, you know. She didn't like her smile but I loved it. Mm. Like I really don't think she knew how much happiness she would bring to people when she would simply just smile. But her smile was just always something for me that brings you peace and just lets you know that everything is going to be okay. So even when, you know, I see my mom in my dreams, she's smiling. Yeah that's yeah that's I think I had put this picture twice. I might have put, but it's okay. We're going to look at it anyway. Um, but yeah, that's, that's at my grandparents' house. I used to love that sweat on my mother. Like one thing I say, my mom was very stylish. Like she didn't, like she's like me. I didn't, we don't have to wear a whole bunch of name brand stuff to make ourselves look good. But that's where I be getting that stuff from. Like I don't need to wear a bunch of name brand stuff. I don't, I just like to have stuff on me that looks good. And my mom would have all these sweater pieces. Thank you. Yes. Gorgeous smile. I love it. I love that. I used to love that. I used to call it the bumblebee sweater and she, um, she would kill it. She wear her boots and, um, her sweaters. Okay. Now this one, this was just a regular day. Okay. This was just a regular day where my family came to visit. Um, I don't think, what's this? I, this might've been actually, let me stop lying. This was my second birthday. The only reason I know that was my birthday is because of the Bobos and because I have other pictures of this day too, but that was my second birthday. Yeah. But yeah. Good times. Good times. I don't remember much about that birthday, but I do remember who came to see me that day. I my my mom's favorite cousin from Philly had came. My great aunt had came. Oh, two of my great aunts actually came that day and um had a very nice day. Um this is again another picture of me and my mom in my grandmother's house. Okay. Like, my mom used to always say that I was, like, her doll. So, like, she would always put me in, like, these <laughs> these different, like, sailor girl outfits and, you know, style my hair a certain way. But, you know, she just always, always, always had this thing where I always felt like I knew I was safe. I knew I was safe with her. I knew that she loved me. I knew that she valued me. I knew that she, ooh, <clears throat> I knew that she saw in me what I didn't see in myself probably till years down the line. Um, this is another picture of her on her wedding day, just full of joy, full of smile Had a very simple wedding ceremony. They did not get married in a church. They did not get married in like, um, a hall or nothing. They actually got married in the pat at the pastor's house because he could not, um, he could not like he wasn't able to travel to go to like an actual church, but she only wanted this particular pastor to marry her and my dad. So that's what they end up doing. And they end up getting married in his house. A very simple wedding ceremony, but she had a beautiful dress. And that's just how amazing she would pull things off. Um That's another picture of my mom. Again, another grandma house exclusive. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Damn, I miss this woman so much, but she would do it like every time, but she would just be the most simplistic She would have the most simplistic things and just always managed to have herself so well put together. And again, my mom does not like pictures. She did not like pictures. So I'm even, I'm thankful that I even get to look at these because it had actually been a few years since I saw any of these pictures. I just recently got a hold of these photographs um, back in March when my father's um, fiancé came to New York and brought me all the old photo albums. Um, Yep, there go Mom Dukes again. I like that sweater. I never saw this sweater in person, but I I had to be fairly young here. But again, you know, the simple suit back ponytail, you know, it's just, I, I like the way my mom cared for herself and the way she took pride in her appearance. And that's honestly a lot of where I tried to do the same thing for myself but you know her eyes always told a story it's like you almost could see in that moment what she probably was thinking or what she was feeling but a lot of times you know they will always do the pictures where they would catch her off guard or they would get her in a pose where you know, like this one, this one here, this one was either Thanksgiving or Christmas. But y'all remember that classic, you know, side swoop, you know, the bang with the like, um, I don't know what you call this hairstyle, but <laughs> like my mom has always just had a different hairstyle. Like she's always crafted and styled her own hair. She's never really let anybody in her scalp. She didn't do that. That was not her. So yeah, any picture you see her hair. Like my mom didn't do weaves. My mom didn't do wigs like that. That was something I did on my own, but she would do the braids. Okay. Like she wanted to braid her like she would do that, but that was rare. Like ultimately it was always a a hot curler, um, sitting under a, a hairdryer and like even moments like this, like there would be times where like my dad would just take out the camera and we would just be in the house chilling and like my mom would wear my dad's like work shirts. And, you know, we just have these moments like, honestly, there'll be times that I would be having conversations and we would have conversations that weren't like, you know, like kitty. Like we would have real deep conversations, you know, when I was growing up. That's why I kept saying I have like an old soul or like I've been here before. It's just, there would just be things that I would say that would take people by surprise. And like my mom would sometimes sit there and just be elated to have these conversations with me. Cause it wasn't like talking to you know, a regular child. It was like, we would really be having some deep conversations at times. And then my father captured them. This is my mom walking to the car again. I always liked this hairstyle my mom when she did it, but I just love how she would just put things together. I think that's one of the things I always admire about my mom, she could take something so simple and make it look so beautiful. Like you would think that she would get something from a catalog or she was going to like these expensive stores. But really my mom was taking the most simplest things. Sometimes she would rework her outfits. Like it, an outfit would come a specific way and my mom would alter it to her liking. So that's a lot of where my creativity came from from like things that I would see her do. Like when it when I started like cutting up shirts and like cutting up jeans and stuff, like it would be really because my mom would do the same things. And then here we have this picture. And this is honestly my favorite picture with me and my mom. Um, we had went to church this day, I believe. And um, let me see if that's the, yeah, that's actually the last picture that I have. But this is my most favorite one because sometimes when, you know, I'm looking at these photographs you know, when I look at this specific one, I feel like she's looking at me, even though I'm sitting on her lap. Like, I feel like some pictures she would take were for of the future. And I'm not saying that my mom knew that she was, you know, not going to be here in the physical sense so early on in life. But this is the one that has captured me and has brought me peace, especially after you know, not seeing it for so long. Like There was a moment in time where I felt like I could not remember a lot of things about my childhood. And fortunately, recently, I've been able to reconnect to some of the memories that I had. And I've been able to remember certain things. And I know a lot of the reason why I couldn't remember a lot of things is because when you deal with certain trauma, your mind tends to blur out or bury certain ideas or certain thoughts. And that's where I was at one point, like a lot of the stuff that I'm able to describe to y'all right now, I wasn't able to remember a lot of this. And that really started like in 2018 when I lost my mother. So there were a lot of moments that I didn't remember. There's a lot of things that I did not recall. So once I got a hold of all of this, you know, I always said that I was going to slowly but surely let you into who I am as a person and where I come from and the people that have molded me to be who I am today. So if I could say anything to my mother right now and I don't want any of y'all to feel bad or be alarmed from this moment, but if I could say anything to my mom, it would be thank you because um, no matter how rocky things got or how difficult things got. I can honestly say that my mom did the best job she could. I can say that my mom did value me and that she did the very, very best she could to raise me right. I cannot name the countless Sacrifices that she made just to make sure that me and my sibling were taken care of, that we knew that we were loved, that we understood the meaning of gratitude, that we were appreciative for even the smallest things, that we didn't expect much. That's the part where I realized a lot of what she taught me and it carried over into my adulthood. I can remember countless nights where my mom would like especially me and my, my sibling would get sick like like I, I, there would be, I know there were days where she didn't sleep like even when we were okay and we were doing better like there would be days I could remember like my mom would, only, would have to survive off of like two or three hours of sleep. Even though we were feeling better, I remember that. I know the love she put into every meal she made. Every meal. Like, I don't think there's ever been something that my mom made unless it had American cheese in it that I did not like. Like, genuine, genuinely, like, every meal my mom made was phenomenal even that one time when she made this um this cake for christmas and she didn't let it cool off (laughs) long enough and she put the frosting on and the cake like split down the middle but when i said that was the best fresh baked frosted cake even though it fell apart like there'll be time like my mama feel like so sad because like things wouldn't be you know I don't want to say perfect because nobody expects perfection, but there will be times I'm like, you know, my like it's good just the way it is. Like we're we're gonna eat it anyway. <laughs> like it wasn't bad. It didn't taste bad. It just she kind of you know was trying to rush because you know she was always trying to get stuff together like for the holidays and make sure that everything was perfect. But you know she would take pride in everything that she did. So I can appreciate that. My mom was a very heavy um stickler on education, making sure that we learned. As much as we could about who I, who we are, where we come from, knowing our history. You know, of course, she would be she would be adamant about us. You know, being educated as far as like what we had to learn in school. But my mom was always a stickler about history. Like we had to learn our history absolutely. Like there was no if, and or but about it. Is she not expected us to know everything? But we had to learn about our history, absolutely. My mom was a very heavy stickler about making sure that, you know, we acknowledge God. That's something that she always did. Even to the point where my mom would um, do um, Bible study at home with us. You know what I'm saying? And that I can appreciate too. Because, you know, a lot of what it boils down to in regards to faith and what I know now with what I've, you know, learned, you know, in the sense of like real, true spiritual connection. Like, don't get me wrong. My mom at some point did become, I would say weighed down by wanting to be this perfect follower of like God's gospel and learning things like that. But um, I appreciate what she did teach because even in those lessons that she taught, it boils down to where it helps you to understand your morality and your moral compass And that's something that she also very much taught me. My mom had been there for me in the most darkest times. And, you know, the one thing that I do regret is that there is a lot of things that I personally went through that I did not share with her. And that was because of multiple things. Like, it's like you don't want you don't want your parents to know, especially like when you're coming up, especially when you're a teenager, that like you kind of ended up being on the wrong path and then, you know, things end up happening to you that you wish didn't happen. But there'll be times where sometimes a hug was all that I needed to get me through my day or just her telling me that she loved me would get me through or her just looking at you, you know, and just, and just seeing you and knowing who you are even outside the surface. That meant a lot. I used to love watching my mom draw. I used to love her sitting there for hours on end, you know, selecting her colors and um, freehand drawing whatever designs would come to mind. My mom would always make me like her proofreader because my mom would also write poetry. She would do that too. Uh, My mom, to me, had a very beautiful singing voice. Like there was a lot of things that I admired about my mom that she would probably say that she didn't like about herself but to me would be the most beautiful thing Like that's just how she was but for me it's like so much of what she would do like she may not even think it was much but to me it was everything my mom was in the um, delivery room with me when I had my son and I had a C-section. And let me tell y'all something. It was like, <laughs> they kept trying to give me all this anesthesia and shit. My mom told the doctor straight up, like, she's not going to go to sleep till she see her baby. You know that, right? They said they had gave me enough anesthesia to knock out a horse. And I did not go to sleep. So I was awake for my whole C-section. And my mom held my hand the entire time. And she was just like, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. And as soon as my son came out and they got him out, you know, she looked at me and was like, okay, baby, you could go to sleep. And on the time I said, I was like, and I gave it a look like mom, like make sure they like, I always had this thing where I used to watch 2020 and I would think like they was going to switch my baby at birth. So when we both see my son, she said, okay, I see his birthmark. I see what he looked like. You could go see. So the last thing I remember when my mom came to her, now, mind you, let me, make, let me lay this out flat for y'all. When I had my son, I was here in Brooklyn. My mom was all the way in Flushing, Queens. And I don't know how my mother made it to the hospital so fast, but it was literally like she got in a cab as soon as I called her. It was like um, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, ma, they said they got to give me a C-section. And she was like, why? Like, why did got to give me one? And I said, nah, it was basically, long story short, something was happening where my son's heart rate was becoming affected. And they were like, we got to give, they had to give me a C-section. My mom got to the hospital so damn fast. I don't know how she got there so fast, but when she walked in, it was like eight something on the dot and she and i going into the room with me, holding my hand. And as soon as my son was out, I asked for a milkshake. And next thing I know, I don't remember nothing else after that. Like I remember when I asked for the milkshake, they was putting more anesthesia inside the IV bag. And next thing I looked, I said, I'm about to go to sleep, ain't I? And I, just, I ended up just being knocked out. I didn't remember nothing until they brought me into my room after I came out of recovery but i was hungry as shit i mean <laughs> i was hungry as hell but my mom really did hold my hand throughout my whole birth of my son you know and even after i had my son like there were a lot of rough periods that i went through but the one thing i can say is like my mom did her best to be there for me and for my son and i can appreciate that because again <sighs> There were some rough times for me. There definitely were some. But if I ever needed a positive word, if I needed her to be there for me, if I needed her just to assure me that life was going to be okay in some way, shape, or form, that's what I I got. I've seen my mom in some very rough situations. And this is why I honestly tell y'all I feel like I grew up very fast because even with my mom being there for me, even as young as like five or six, I always felt like I had to be there for her too. So there are a lot of things that even my mom went through as far as like, like at one point my mom did have um, a, a issue with her heart. She had um, mitral valve prolapse and um, that scared me because I, 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 I didn't know what, if it was going to get better, if it was going to get worse. But it ended up improving over time to where she didn't have to take the medication that they had prescribed her. They had put her on a medication called propapinol, but I went to every appointment with her. Like, there will be days that if my mom had to go to an appointment in the morning and I had to be at school, I was like, Mom, I'm not... Like, please don't make me go to school. I want to go to the doctor with you. And I will go to the doctor with her for everything. Anytime my mom had... um, Especially when my mom was pregnant with my with my sibling. Like that's when I really wanted to be there for her. Cause I'm like, I like I've seen my mom be on the floor having morning sickness from like up until her like her sixth or her seventh month. And I'm like trying to like she would get sick and I'll have to like try to help her off the floor. And it's like she didn't even want me to be in a position to do that. But it's just like you know, we're home. My dad was at work. So it would just be me and my mom at home. And, you know, she it's like I, I remember her so vividly, like, being so ill for, like, most of the day. And this woman would still go in the kitchen at nighttime and still make dinner for us See. Which is why at some point I was like, "Mom, like, can you show me how to make certain things? And, like, the first thing I learned how was how to scramble eggs. And later on, I learned how to fry chicken. My mom had told me how to make, like, the frozen vegetables and all that stuff. Like, there were just certain things that she showed me very early on. So I learned how to cook young because of my mom. Like, that's one of the reasons why, like, even now to this day, when anybody eat my food, they be like, like, how long you knew how to cook? I'm like, this was before I went to any culinary school. This is before I even got a food handler. Like, my mother taught me how to cook very early. I learned at age four going on age five. So that's one of the life skills that my mom gave me in addition to, you know, keeping our house clean and, you know, just making sure we were okay, you know, ultimately, I know a question that has always come up when people ask me this, you know, even to this day, people ask me like, what was the breaking point that um, made her feel like she didn't want to be here anymore. I'm going to be completely honest and transparent in this very moment. I'm not even anyway trying to tell my mother's story because only she could tell her story, but there was just a lot of things that my mom went through in life as a whole. From her own childhood, which is why I think my mom was so adamant about me and her having, you know, some form of open communication, you know, not completely, but more than what I assume she got, you know, growing up. Because my mom would always tell me that her and her mother didn't have a strong relationship, that she didn't really feel like my grandmother really cared for her like she loved her but she didn't feel like her mother liked her and that was something that my mom would always tell me which is why you know when I was coming up when I was younger and I was growing up my mom would always you know try to have this like we were mother and daughter but you know she tried to have like a friendship kind of understanding when it came to me or sh- I am not want to say friend it's like more like like sister like she was my mom but at some point it felt like it was like big sister little sister because of the kind of conversation people have like we would be having conversations about her and my dad stuff when I like I wasn't even an adult yet so I kind of had a glimpse of everything that was going on which is why sometimes I would you know take my mom's side with a lot of things because she was the one person that was consistent on a day to day basis you know And she taught me a lot about being able to tap into different aspects of yourself. So trust and believe, a lot of what I do now is very much reflective of what I was raised, what I saw. And I know none of us walk in this earth are perfect. And I'm not even in any way insinuating that people need to aspire to have perfection. But I really... I really wish that if I could go back in time to that day when my mom left this earth that I could have reminded her of all the good things that she did and all the things that I appreciate. Because um. You don't want anybody to feel like they don't have value or they don't have worth and trust and believe if I was home that day. That wouldn't have happened, man. That wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't have lost my mom that way. (sighs) But the piece of solace that I have is I know that she's always with me. I know that she's watching over me. And no matter what we went through. just want my mom to know that I love her and I thank her for everything she taught me, everything that she showed me, everything that she schooled me to every moment she would sit there with me and rub my head on some nights until I fell asleep even to the point of when I was a whole adult even after so many rough patches, things that she taught me a lot about being the woman that I am today, and she really helped me understand what it means to really work on loving yourself. (laughs) So... If I could say anything to my mom today, it would be that I love you and I miss you. And it's been hard. (laughs) But please believe in the five years that you have been gone, I still feel like I lost you yesterday. But had it not been for those dreams where I would see you, had not even, if it had not been for your grandson, be, oh man, reminding me of even all the love you gave him and the fact that I know he misses you. I just want you to know that I'm not angry with you. I would never, as a matter of fact, I understand where you were because I've been there. I've had those days where I did not want to be here anymore. (laughs) But had it not been for the fact that I know that I have a little person that needs me and loves me, (sighs) he truly became my strength to keep going. So. I, mom you did the best you could and I'm not judging you and I'm not angry and I never was people always ask you when you go through something like what I went through my mom like aren't you angry don't you and I'm like no because in order for you to understand that situation you would have had to have known my mother you would have had to know about her what I know about her not what y'all see on the outside looking in Now, what y'all think happened, you would have to know her story in its entirety. And I know my mother's story. My mother lost her mother when she was 14 to cancer. So she practically had to teach herself how to be a woman. Yes, there were people that did the best they could to instill some of those morals and values in her. But ultimately, my mom had to instill those morals and values in herself. So when it got time to her becoming a mother, she really just did the best she could with the love that she had. So I'm thankful that my mom never belittled me, that my mom never made me feel I was worthless. She truly did love from a place of giving the love that she wished that she was able to have received. And that is what I have to be thankful for. Okay. I can, I can put myself back on screen again. I'm sorry. I had to take a minute. I'm sorry. So, so I'm thankful for every good moment that we had. I'm thankful for, my mom making my costumes when I had performances. I'm thankful for her being in her coming to every performance that I ever had. I'm thankful to her for those things. And I'm thankful that she showed me how to take nothing and make a whole lot of something. My mom was the queen of taking simple ingredients out of a cabinet and making a meal, making it taste like you came out of a restaurant. That's the cloth that I'm cut from. And that was something that I did not quite put together when I was a kid, but now that I'm a whole adult and I've been able to do the necessary shadow work that I needed to do in order to work towards continuous healing, even this pain of me missing my mom, you know. Like I always saw my mom's life ending a different way. I always picture my mom being an old woman having her own home and you know I picture her baking a whole bunch of stuff for people and just being content like I always like my mom always looked so young like even if you look at her in these pictures like she really in her 50s didn't have a wrinkle she to me my mom was just gorgeous man just gorgeous but um, she's always going to be gorgeous to me even to me her her spirit and her soul's going to be gorgeous to me but there's a whole lot of people that i like honestly <sighs> most people idolize or look up to public figures i look up to my mother i don't care how her life ended i don't care about none of that I admire my mother for everything that she instilled in me and what she built me up to know about myself. And don't get me wrong. There were a lot of instances where there were factors and situations that happened where we would, you know, we were, we were divided at some place. But um, for those of you that have known me for a while, y'all know my story with that. But for me, that don't even fucking matter. Cause what I needed from my mother, I got. <coughs> so let me read y'all comments. I'm sorry, I zoned out. I got, a, oh wow, I got to catch up. I'm sorry. <coughs> you said, sounds just like me and my daughter. Wow. If you and your daughter got that kind of bond, that's a beautiful thing. Leah, you right about that one. Because I'm the same way. My mom could be dumb tired. She would still make sure we knew the world was still rotating. She would take whatever strength she had and apply it. to Making sure me and my brother was good. And that's where I definitely get that from her. Yeah. My stream definitely comes from her. <sighs> Rare and iconic, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Salute to you, Miss Parker. Good to see you. Good to see you. I'm glad you came through. It's so okay. I, I listen. I told y'all is gonna be a live therapy session like this. This is my therapy right now. I'm gonna be honest and let y'all know how I feel. Oh wow, Miss Parker, I'm so sorry. This is your first Mother's Day without your mom, girl. This is my fifth, and I don't know where this thing where people say it gets easier over time. I I don't know what that means. What does that exactly mean? And what time frame are y'all putting on that? Because granted, you know, I'm I'm I literally just yesterday got to the place where I was comfortable going to my old neighborhood, knowing what happened there. And that took five years. That took five years to even get there. You mm -mm, go where? I wasn't going. And that was really dealing with like my anxiety and what, like what happened on that day. yesterday was the first day I worked up enough nerve to go visit my family like that that took strength that I didn't even know that I had because had it been up to me that last time when I went to that apartment to get the things that meant something to me I swore I wasn't going back I was like nah I ain't coming back out here just to end up having to go out there anyway but what I seen spoke volumes so I'm just letting y'all know, y'all, y'all not y'all not alone. Y'all are not alone. I know this pain. I'm with you. I empathize and sympathize with you. I I I, I know what y'all feel. Sometimes it's uh, they say, um, you go through things because it ends up being a testimony for other people. If this is that situation it's a hard pill to swallow, but it's a pill I've had to swallow and it's very much still digested. Okay. You said, yep. Leah, you said 10 years for you feels like yesterday. Yeah. That's why I like, that's why I never understand why people be so critical of people who don't like Mother's Day. It's like, there's a reason why people don't like it. Like we're not mad at anybody that is acknowledging their mothers and, you know, Tri- giving tributes and stuff to their mother, but it's like a lot of us are in that space where we wish that we could do the same thing, not just in the spiritual sense, but also in the physical sense, like like <laughs> like when you like honestly for me, when you start seeing them commercials like, "Oh, get these flowers for your mother," or "Oh, um, your mother's gonna love this necklace. it's like she might have. But she's not here for me to give it to her. And I'm one of those people that I don't do the visiting grave sites thing. I've I don't do that. I do not visit gravesites. I don't do that. I am in no way, shape, or form comfortable going to a gravesite. The only time I've been to one is when I was laying somebody's to rest. I don't go visit. And that's just my comfortability. Like I, I don't want to be. And this is my preference. I'm not saying that y'all got to have the same one. This is just for me. I don't want to be reminded that I'm not going to be able to hug you or love on you in the physical sense. So I don't do the I don't do the gravesite thing. I don't do the putting flowers on the grave. I don't I don't do that. Like my mom was even a stickler even when I was young. Like my mom was like, "Listen, when I die, I don't want no funeral. I don't want no repast. I don't care." how the burial gets done but I don't need you doing none and that's why when I keep telling people that we never had a funeral that's what my mother wanted she didn't want no damn funeral she didn't want no repast. she didn't want no headstone. she didn't want any of that because she was that simplistic That's how simplistic she was. She didn't need or require any of that. She wanted you to remember her for who she was in your life. And that in itself is her legacy. So my mother's legacy is not her tragedy. Her legacy is who is still here to keep her name alive and I'm going to do my best to do that and make my mother proud of me. I know there were moments I did not necessarily make her proud, but I know my mom is looking down on me and she sees all the work that I'm doing and I know that she's okay with me and that I'm okay with the fact that she with God, that she doesn't have to suffer through what she was suffering through, that no one else has to pretend around her or people have to fix the love that she, that they had for her. Cause let's be very clear. And this is something that I've had to forgive, but I do remember when everything went down and I lost my mother, there was a lot of people that I was angry with because I'm like the same way my mother would watch y'all kids um, help you in y'all times of need. And y'all wasn't even thinking to pay it forward like forget being there for me like y'all couldn't have made sure that my kid was good like that was a level of anger that I had and then I say this that is not pertaining to a family member at all because what I can say and I give credit where it's due when everything went down the way that it did yes my family was strong my family was uniting at some point so that comment is not for any family member in that specific time but all that smoke is definitely dedicated to the, the, the people that my mom would associate with, and these people would come to our house, eat our food, my mom would watch their children, and then when that happened, it's like, oh, I'm sorry for your loss, and everybody just moved on. Meanwhile, I can name numerous times my mom would drop what she was doing to be there for certain people. But now y'all want to act like it's too much for you to deal with. You don't think it's too much for her children to deal with or her grandchild to deal with. But we made it through without them people. And I'm okay with that. That just let me know like, hey, if I ever see these people, which I'm so grateful that yesterday when I went back to my old neighborhood, I didn't run out to not near one person. That's on my list. God know what He be doing. My ancestors know what they be doing. They like that. We we she came too far. We we can't let her run into these people. Cause every, at this point, people know what type of time it is with me. If I see you and I feel like you violated, or you did something that I feel went against the crane, you already know the vibes. Like I cannot see you face to face. But yeah, that that clearly was Mama's doing. So. Hey, Miss Winces, how you doing? I've been without my mom for quite some time. I'm visiting my only child and wait, hold on. Let me make sure I'm reading this right. You said, I've been without my mom for quite some time. I'm visiting my only child and was the best decision to make that flight. I'm returning home to the East Coast tomorrow. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's four hours from me. So I just speak. Hold on, let me go back up. I think I missed something. Hold on. Oh okay you lost your mom to cancer I'm so sorry miss parker listen i empathize with you wholeheartedly because i never got a chance to meet my grandmother i never met my mom's mother cuz she died from breast cancer when my mom was 14 my mom was 14 my uncle was 13 I'm sure i should remember how old my aunt was but yeah i never got a chance to meet my grandmother so um i definitely understand that I definitely get it, and, and and yep, and and yeah, Leah, you you y'all relate. So we okay, we all done lost somebody from cancer. Mm. Hey, karma, read you. You said my grandma died saving my mom's life from a whirlpool in the Pearl River, in Mississippi. Oh my God, mom picked cotton. On her foster parents' fields and work three jobs, to take care of me. A true badass lady. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And then you said that's a lot of time just go by with more what ifs. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it gets easier with time. Like, I like I don't even I don't even tell nobody that no more. Like you know, I like there's like a staple of what you're supposed to say to people when they're going through shit. I don't tell people that. I don't I don't believe in that because it's like I I'm lying, like I would be lying you if I told you with time. Like everybody's time is different. So I can't even say and be like, oh, like in time, like, nah, you gotta allow people to go through whatever it is they go through. Like that wound is still very deep for me, but it's healing. So I'll say that like it's healing. The pain and the wound from that loss is healing. I can't sit up and be like, oh, it's a better year for me. Nah, because the end of the day, I, 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 like, I still miss my mother. That's not going to change. I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and be like, yay. Like, nah, I still miss my mom. That's not going to change for me. So, yeah, if every Mother's Day you see me make a tribute post to my mother or you hear me talk about her, I'm going to keep doing that because that's my therapy. That's how I deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, press all those who lost their mom happy mother's day to you all being a parent takes a lot of work and even more love and trust me i get it because let me tell you something hold on y'all let me mute and take myself off camera because i don't need y'all to hear me blowing my nose Okay. My bad, y'all. I, <laughs> I had to clear my nasal passages from this crying and shit. But now like, even now that I'm a mom, you know, here's one thing I can say. My mom always told me that my first child was going to be a boy and she was not wrong. Okay? My mom always told me my first child was going to be a boy and she was not wrong about it. My first child ended up being a boy. So, Now that my son is getting older, you know, and he very much is in in his own way, you know, healing from what happened with my mom because he was very much present that day when everything went down so he has his he has his own method of how he copes but i always be you know anytime mother's day comes around or my mom's birthday comes around it's like you know i'm like you know you good you know how do you feel about everything like i try to make sure that my son know like even if he's having a down moment or whatever that it can be communicated and that if he does still feel sad if he does still feel you know whatever like it's normal we just going to get through it together. And he has very much been a very intricate role in my healing because for the fact that she was a part of him, you know, assisting in him coming into this world, you know, that for me is something that has always been something that spoke volumes. So, okay. Um, let me see if there's anything else on this. Um... Oh, absolutely. Death will definitely teach you who's who. You ain't lying about that one. Let me just put it this way. A lot of people that I had a level of respect for, I'm not going to disrespect them, but my respect level has dwindled down to next to nothing because it doesn't make sense for me to respect people that don't even have the courtesy or the decency like, despite the fact that there wasn't a funeral despite the fact that there wasn't a place where people could be fake sympathetic the least you could have done was knowing that the address never changed was to just you know just check in and see how everyone is doing i literally had neighbors that didn't even know my mom for a long period of time That And they were coming to check on us and asking us if we needed anything. Meanwhile, the people that knew my whole family for years, nobody, none of the people that I said, like, oh, I know this person, them people did not show up, child. And they never did show up. Which is why I'm like, listen, my phone number may not have changed in 10 years, but... (laughs) Yeah. There's people that cannot call my phone. like like, And that's why when like everything was happening back in 2016, I'm like, if any of y'all give my numbers to anybody that I did not give you permission to give it to, I'm a blank on them and you gonna get it the worst. Because you have no right. Okay. But I truly do miss this woman so much. And this also verifies something. This this picture in particular <sighs> verifies something that y'all, y'all now know about me. See, now, as you can see in this picture, I got to lighten up the mood a little bit. As you can see in this picture, this was when I was about four years old, maybe something like, as you can see. I had one eye that did not like to stay in its place until I got surgery when I was six. It was that one eye that just said, we ain't going to look at what you're looking at. <laughs> I'm going to go where I want to go. <laughs> and then, find SH6, you know, got the surgery. So now, my both my eyes could look straight. Shout out to my doctor, doctor. Shout out to Dr. Paul Owens. Thank you for being the surgeon that got my vision to now. Granted, we didn't make it to where I didn't have to wear glasses, but at least my eye could see straight. <laughs> but I was still a cute little girl. <laughs> and the thing that's crazy about my mom was there for my surgery, as a matter of fact, surgery day when I had my eye surgery and I was six, my mom was there. Um, hold on. Uh, Now, oh, let me lay out my surgery story real quick. Because, again, that's the one where my mom was, like, really, really for me. So, please keep in mind, the same day that I had this eye surgery, my dad was having pins removed from his legs. So, me and my dad was actually going through something the same fucking day. That's crazy. So, my grandfather was with me and my mom and my gra- I think my grandmother was with my dad when he was getting those pins removed. So when I got out of surgery I don't know. Every time I had surgery I always come, every time I wake up from anesthesia I'm always hungry. I was hungry as hell but, but then you know that anesthesia I don't know if y'all be having the same reaction to anesthesia like me but I, when I say I had Very bad vomiting (laughs) spells, And I was still hungry. Like Before, you know, before you leave the hospital, they tell you you got to make sure that you eat and that you use the bathroom. Like, listen, I ain't going to lie to y'all. And um, I can say it now because it's years and years after the fact. When they ask, when you come out of surgery and they say you got to use the bathroom before you go home, let me tell you something. When that lady... Knocked on the door and asked me if I used the bathroom. I lied. I did not use the bathroom. Okay. No, I didn't have to pee. No, I didn't have to poop. You made it to where you, I don't understand how they expect people to do this shit to this day. You sit up here talking about, oh, you got to use the bathroom. But you made, you told me to stop eating after 12 o'clock. My last meal was 8 o'clock that night. My mama gave me a little snack before I went to sleep. Didn't have no beverages, no food, but somehow you saying, I got to pee before I leave the hospital. And I already pee before you start the damn procedure. I don't have to pee. What liquid are you expecting? Man, please. I couldn't wait to get the hell up out of there. <laughs> I lied. because, And the thing that's so funny, I think my mom knew I was lying. <laughs> I think she knew I was lying. Because the lady ended up, it was one nurse that knocked on the door asked me if I used the bathroom room. And I said, yeah, I used it. And then I came out (laughs) and I was sit, I went to go sit back outside, be able to get the discharge papers ready and shit. And a nurse came and she said, Did you use the bathroom? And I was like, Yeah. And then I looked at my mom time, like from the eye I could look out of because I had a whole patch covering this eye. So I like looked at my mom like, Don't like, don't snitch me out. I didn't use the bathroom. (laughs) But she looked at me and just squint her eye. I'm like, yeah, Pete. <laughs> and, and she ain't saying nothing. She's like, I know she just wanna go home. So, but luckily, it's like i I, she like she squinted her eye, but she's like, okay, like I think if she gotta go, she would go. So we end up going home, and what happened when I got home? I used the bath. <laughs> and she got me my favorite Chinese food. We end up getting, I end up getting some chicken and broccoli. That was, my, that was one thing that my mom always put me on to. The blimpy sandwiches and um, chicken and broccoli from the Chinese restaurant. And I'm still mad at the fucking fact that they closed down my favorite Chinese restaurant my old neighborhood. i seen not seeing yesterday that Great Wall no longer existed. I was pissed the fuck off. How y'all going to let the ratchet Chinese restaurant stay open? That The people that burn the fucking chicken, but the good Chinese restaurant, y'all close it down? What, what was going on? Anyway, but chicken and broccoli was my mom's staple from the Chinese restaurant, so that naturally passed its way down to me. My dad was more of a beef and broccoli or shrimp and broccoli. My mom was chicken and broccoli, so I got that from her. So, yes, when I got home, I had some chicken and broccoli waiting for me. My mom fed it to me. Yes, I threw it back up. But we saved the rest of it, and the next day, when the nausea no longer persisted, yes, I ate my damn shake home in broccoli and yes she was putting the eye drops in my eye up until they finally said i could take the patch off and that's one moment i could say save my childhood that i could appreciate my whole class knew i was having this surgery and um when i finally went back to school everybody was so happy to see me because my whole like literally my whole my whole grade knew i had this surgery but my whole class was like Oh, when Sierra come back to school, so I remember when I went back to school and everybody was so happy to see me. Like I was like, it was, it that was a dope moment. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Like some, I don't remember all my classmates, but you know, for the few that I was close to, like they were just very happy to see me. And my mom got me through that moment in time too. So I can just say that you know, my mom was a huge intricate part of my development, my growth, and everything, and. I just learned a lot from her, and she was a beautiful person. And if anybody ever in life dares to challenge that fact, we can literally fight, okay? I can deal with anybody saying anything about me. I don't give a fuck what you say about me, to be honest. But if you ever in your life think that you will disparage my mother's legacy in any way, I will beat the shit out of you. And I mean that from the heart. Okay. So let's not ever get this twisted. Let's not think that we're going to wait for years down the line for anybody to try me. If you ever in your life speak on my mother and you did not know her. We can fight. Win, lose, or draw. I will beat the living shit out of you. And I will be okay with it. I ask for forgiveness after I do it. From God, not you. So, yeah. Manny, hey, (laughs) you said happy mother's day. I know you are hurting today, but I'm glad you were able to smile. I'm trying to find reasons. I'm trying to find reasons. Girl, thank you. I know I uh, I think I was a very cute little girl. I think I'm a cute grown-ass woman. But hey, fuck it. I ain't got to be everybody's fucking cup of tea. I don't give a damn to be everybody's cup of tea. I spike my own fucking tea, my own troubles. Yeah, see, you know, eye surgery is no joke. I hated the recovery process. So, yeah, yes, you definitely know. Listen, okay. So, this is my mama. Okay, I could take it down now. But that's my mama. And I miss her dearly. In a day that go by, I don't think about my mother so if you want to calculate from february twenty fifth, 2018 up until now how many days has been yes there's not a day that i do not think about my mom it's not a day there's not a literally there's not a day a night a weekend a week a month a year that does not go by where i don't think about my mother My mother is a constant thought in my head. And you, for the most part, (laughs) I'll be honest, most of what I think about in regards to my mother, like it's, I'm not thinking about the tragedy anymore. But a lot of what I experience when it comes to my mom is her just reassuring me that she's here, that she's watching, um, that she loves me. And, um, She's all right. I've seen many signs of knowing that my mom is okay. Many. I'm glad my mom doesn't have to deal with any of the physical issues she was dealing with, the mental issues she was dealing with. Um, I'm thankful that she doesn't have to endure that anymore because it was definitely a struggle as I've shared with y'all previously, um, my mom attempting to take her own life. The final attempt was not her first attempt. And there were many variables and factors that went into that. But I have, I have, you know, been in a place where I've had to intervene to save my mom a few times. And, and that, that's difficult, you know, because I, I did not want to lose her in that manner. I never did. I always had this dream where, like, one day if I became like really wealthy or really famous, like, I would get my mom her own house or I, I would get her her own restaurant. That was something that I always wanted to do because my mom would literally turn our house into a hair salon into a restaurant whenever she needed to, you know, make sure that she made ends meet or she was trying to make extra money. My house has been a beauty salon, a daycare, and a restaurant because of my mother okay which is why when it came down to where you know when she passed like I could not be in that house because nothing made sense to me anymore nothing made sense her essence was going to be missing from that house and I could not do it I, I personally couldn't do it, and my son couldn't do it either. So if anybody ever had a question as to why like we didn't stay and we didn't like, live there, it's just me and my baby couldn't do it because we always feel like something is missing. Had I been at the level of strength that I am now, yeah, maybe things would have been a little bit different. But when everything was going on and you're making decisions based off of emotion, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, which is why I didn't go to my old neighborhood for four or five years. Couldn't do it. But this is where I am. And I miss this woman dearly. And she is, she lives through me. And I am praying to make her proud in life. I'm hoping to accomplish all my goals and my dreams and to do things productive for all kinds of people that have been in the same position as me, whether you've lost a loved one to natural causes, to illness or whatever. like I want to be in a position where I want people to understand that even the strongest people or the people you think are the strongest, they have the things that they have to deal with as well. And the deepest wound that I have had to continuously work to heal is that of losing my mom. Because that really was, no matter what, she was definitely one of my rocks. So, Mommy, I know you can hear me say this. I want you to know that I love you. I ain't never stopped loving you. And I'm not never going to stop loving you. There's not a day that's going to go by that I'm not going to miss you. Your grandson misses you. All the people whose lives we know that you touched, they miss you as well. And I know that they do. But you are the most amazing woman that I have ever met. Your strength is unmatched. You have fought battles and wars that most people would have backed down from. And you didn't. And right, wrong, or indifferent, you've always been beside me. You've always been there for me. And you've always had my back. So I just want to make sure that you know that I love you. I can't speak for anybody else but me. But Ma, I really miss you. And I love you. And I know in a spiritual sense you are here. But I would love to have you in the physical sense for just one day, just so I could hug you. That's it. All I need is a hug. That's all. So long live, my mommy. I love you. And that's never going to change. And I pray that I'm making you proud out here. And one way or another, one day I'm going to learn how to make that sweet potato cheesecake you used to make. I am actually going to make that one of my missions this year to see if I can turn on the baking switch. Because let me tell you guys something. I got the cooking switch, like the dishes and stuff down pat, but I'm I'm not a baker. You need me to cook you a dish? I got you. But baking, if it doesn't come in a box, don't ask me to do it. You would have to get somebody else to do it. But I think I'm gonna try my hand at it. Okay. And the only reason I'm saying that is because I don't know if y'all ever if y'all ever seen that movie. I think it's Almost Christmas with Monique and um, Danny Glover and um. Oh, my God. Gabrielle Union and all of them. But in that movie, um, Danny Glover's wife had passed away. And for Christmas, all he wanted to do was bake this sweet potato pie, like how his wife used to do. And he struggled in the beginning, but eventually he cooked from a place of love and he got it right. One of my mom's staples that people remember her for is sweet potato cheesecake. And mind you, at one point in life, and y'all gonna think I'm weird. I didn't like sweet potato, and I did not like cheesecake. But when she put them two things together, it was magic. And that was actually, like, I think, like, two years as my mom passed. There was one day my dad had called me on the phone. He said, you know what's crazy? You know what I remember that your mother used to make that I love? It was like the sweet potato cheesecake. So I think for the one time, I'm gonna figure out how to do it. And I'm gonna see how it'll come out. I'm going to make it and see how it tastes. Because that's one of my mom's signature big dishes that she would make. So I'm going to try my hand at it and see if it worked. Yeah. One day says We might have to do that one on, live because <laughs> I might need some encouragement while I get that that accomplished. I'm going to try my hand at it. But, mommy, on this Mother's Day... This year, I choose to remember the good that you did in my life and how intricate of a role you played in my existence. And I just love you. I miss you. And this was, this was my live therapy session. And I want to end this the right way. So I was trying to, I don't know what the hell was going on today, but, um, I was trying to download this song so I could put it in the studio and stream, y'all, but I don't know what's going on. But um, I'm, I want to play this song because this is a song that I really like. Believe it or not, for those of you that may not know, some of you don't know that my mom likes some of Tupac's music. So <laughs> like this particular song that I'm going to play, but I'm going to put my mommy and me back up on this screen. And um... I'm going to play this song because this is a song that I actually listen to every Mother's day. So especially since everything has happened. So I'm going to play it and I'm going to move myself. And matter of fact, where's my phone? Cause I think the only way y'all going to be able to hear it while I got the screen sharing is if I play it from my phone. So, hold on a second. I'm going to move myself and I want to dedicate this song to anyone that has lost their mom. Anyone that is struggling on this Mother's Day with losing their mother. This is a song that kind of helps me deal with everything that has happened. So, I dedicate this specific episode to my mom. To y'all mom. And... It's just the last moment that we're going to have in this moment. But I definitely wanted to come on your day and let y'all know that y'all are not alone. If you feel like Mother's Day is a challenge, I'm there with you. I'm actually there with y'all every year. So without further ado, let me let this commercial go past and then... I'm going to let y'all hear um, this song that I like so much That has gotten me through the past couple of years And I'm going to go from there So
1: When I was younger And my mama had peak 17 the streets go back at the time. I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school, said to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. We said tears with my baby sister over the years. We was brought another little kids. And even though we had different daddies, the same drama when things went wrong, we blame Mama, I reminisce on the stress I caused, it was hell, hooking on my mama from a jail cell, and we think in elementary, hey, I see the penitentiary one day, running from the police, that's right, mama catch me put a whoopin' to my backside, and even as a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen. Mama, I finally understand, for a woman it ain't easy, trying to raise a man, you always was committed, a poor single mother on welfare, tell me how you did, there's no way I can pay you back, but the plan is to show you that I understand, you all appreciate it. don't you know that love is sweet, dear
2: mama, there's no one i you you know,
1: baby, love there ain't nobody tell us it was fair no love for my daddy cause the cowboy wasn't there. he passed away and I didn't cry cause my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger they say I'm wrong in the this but all along I was looking for a father he was gone I hung around with the drugs and even though they sold drugs they showed a young brother love I moved out, and started really hanging I needed money of my own so I started slanging i ain't guilty because even though i sell rocks it feels good putting money in your mailbox i love paying rent when the rents too i hope you got the diamond necklace that i sent to you because when i was low you was there for me you never left me alone because you cared for me and i can see you coming home after work late you're in the kitchen trying to fix us a hot plate you just working with the scraps she was giving and mama made miracles every thanksgiving now the road got rough, you're alone. You're trying to raise two bad kids on your own. And there's no way I can pay you back. But my plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate love you, Don't you know that love is and awesome i remember this because through the drama i can always depend on my mama and when it seems that i'm hopeless you say the words that can get me back in focus when i was sick as a little kid to keep me happy there's no limit to the things you did and all my childhood memories are full of all the sweet things you did for me and there's no way I can pay you back But my plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it Don't you know when love this week Dear mama
2: There's no one above this week Don't you know when love this week Dear mama
0: And there's one more song I want to play My mom loved this song by Stevie Wonder I'm going to play this for her My mom used to go around the house singing this song too So I'm going to play this one And then I'm going to leave this here Hold on Let the ad go past my mom used to tear this song up, like when she was singing this song, and she would always, whoo, she would just be singing this song around the house. She would be cooking, but she loved this Stevie Wonder song? So I'm gonna play it. <laughs>
2: You're getting to be all that matters to me. And let me tell you, girl, I hope and pray each day I live. A little more love I have to give. A little more love that's devoted and true. Cause all I do is sing Oh, mm-hmm. about you. just a that, mind. me. You've the to let you how exciting it would be. If you should discover, you feel like me. If you should discover, this dream is for you. Well, I'm gonna tell you now. I light a candle every day, and pray that you'll always feel this way. And pray that the Lord will forever be new. Fuck you. Baby, think about you. Think about you. baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Think you. I think I'm funny. Yeah, about you. Think about you. Baby. Baby
0: Tribute to my mommy and that's it. So again, I get it. If Mother's Day is hard for you, I get it because it's hard for me too. But yeah, I wanted to give y'all um a piece of her to share with y'all. One second. So that's it, y'all. Thank you for bearing witnesses. You know, I don't really don't care what anybody says so about this particular broadcast. This was something I had to do. This is something I did not want to do. I don't get no like real joy from doing this, but I figured if people understand that we all sometimes go through the same thing, maybe we could be more empathetic and realize that despite whatever personas or whatever we try to put out there that we're still human and there now y'all know mom, mom a piece y'all got a piece up so there you have it um thank you for watching and listening i will be uploading this to my podcast channel meaning this will probably not be on my main channel but um if you guys want to donate you can y'all know how um but well, as always, liking, sharing, and subscribing is what I appreciate most. So, um, all donations, you can send it to, um, cash App dollar science here, tree show, and that's it. But, um, that's it. Peace and love to all of you. And again, if today was hard for you, I get it. And I understand seriously. Okay. Um, moni i appreciate you for coming i'm sorry i didn't get to y'all in advance but let me just shout all y'all out that came over here because y'all y'all could have been doing what you do you didn't even have to be If it is um my girl Julia's is into journey y'all please make sure y'all check her out please check out her channel she just did a really bomb upload on her channel so please check that out moni thank you so much girl i i, I gotta get I got to DM you and I get off here, so I can send you the information you asked me for. Kenyatta, I appreciate you. Rare and iconic LLC, thank you so much. Miss Winters, thank you so much for being here. Adriana's Report, you were here earlier. I appreciate you. Um, Strongin, shout out to you, my brother. Thank you so much for the Mother's Day love and um, appreciation. Manny, thank you so much for being here. I truly appreciate y'all, and had y'all honestly had y'all not been here for this, I probably wouldn't have made it through this damn segment. Hi, Miss Sherry, you <laughs> you, it's okay. I, I I'll take the tears because at least y'all know this is all coming from a very very real place. Um, did I miss anybody? I hope I didn't. Miss um, Parker, thank you so much. Y'all please check out her channel as well. She's a really dope content creator. Please make sure y'all head over to her channel and check her out. My girl Karma, I appreciate you for being here and that's that. I, th- I think I got everybody. If I didn't, I, I pa- Rico, I'm sorry if I missed you earlier. Shout out to you for being here. I appreciate you to the fullest. I actually got to hit you up and tell you something in a little while, but yeah, alright y'all, let me go My eyes are swelling up and shit <laughs> I'm about to open my wine Cause I- <laughs> That's it But mommy, I love you May you rest peacefully In God's grace And just continue to walk with me I love y'all I will see y'all soon Okay <sighs> Take care Let me read this real quick. Take your time, listen to all positive vibes and energy. I appreciate you. I really do. I'm going to talk to y'all soon. I love y'all. And just know you ain't alone. Make sure y'all follow my podcast on iHeartRadio and Spotify if you can. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to go. I appreciate y'all. Enjoy the rest of y'all Sunday. And we'll be talking soon.